This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equity Mates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own now time. Now you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Get Started Investing, a podcast where we attempt to answer the most common money and investing questions straight from you guys, the Equity Mates community. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. Now, while we are licensed, we are not aware of your personal circumstances. Any information on this show is for education and entertainment purposes, and any advice is general. With that said, my name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for for this episode, we are answering a question that is on the tip of a lot of people's tongues. Yeah. How can I reduce my cost of living? That's it, Ren. Cost of living is on the tip of everyone's tongue. And we have a question here from Stuart. Hey, equity mates. The cost of living is skyrocketing at the moment. I'm just curious about what your best ideas are for reducing the cost of living. We'd love to hear your takes. Well, firstly, thank you to Stuart for the question. Please keep the questions coming as we can answer them week on week here and get started investing. But uh, Ren, the way I think about easing or tackling cost of living pressures is in two buckets. One reduce expenses, two, increase income. This is feeling like a $100 challenge episode. I know. Well, it all, it all yeah, it, yeah. it all it contributes. Yeah, and I think the the message from that, that series that we're doing uh, really carries through here, which is just the smallest differences that you can make really do add up over time. Yeah. Whether it's to get money into the household budget or get money into the markets, it's, yeah. It all makes a difference. So uh, you've really driven the this episode and you, you have given us five key categories um, to reduce expenses based on the five biggest cost or biggest line items in the Australian household budget. Yeah, I've tried to link some, but I, I, for me, when you think about reducing expenses and the exercises that I've done in my recent sort of budget reviews, you know, the, the $100 challenge, we're looking at sort of the $100 mark and below. When you really do want to make a difference, I believe that you want to be looking at, just like when, you know, running a business and whatnot, you want to be looking at your biggest line items to try and make significant impact. Now, there's nothing wrong with addressing small but starting with your biggest line items in your budget is obviously where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. Data sh- shows that the five biggest line items for Australian households are as follows. Housing is obviously number one. That's rent, that's mortgage payments, whatever it may be. On average, takes between 20 and 35% of household income or uh, budget. If someone's just paying 20% of their house, they're know. doing very well. I know. Isn't the uh, personal finance rule of thumb, you want to be shooting for a third or less? You want it's really thirty yeah. percent. Yeah, and that's yeah. really tough in Australia at the moment. Yeah, yeah. super. It, yeah, particularly in capital cities, it's yeah. very difficult. Uh, housing, food is number two. That's takeaway. That's um, restaurants. We know obviously. What food is. Yeah, <laughs> number three, they've put together is recreation, culture, and transport. Number four is insurance and financial services, and number five is health. Anything that you think is missing there from your personal budget? Um, no. Cigarettes? 
<laughs> Dude, that's our recreation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was hell. <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of my stuff fit, fits into that. Uh, I mean, they're pretty broad, to be honest. Gambling? Uh, recreation. <laughs> uh, that's culture. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that is probably mine as well. Although if insurance is in number four, I don't know what health... Like I'm not going to the doctor much. Yeah, I think it is that. Yeah, but I guess we're sort of... We're on the cusp of getting old and needing more health spending. Yeah, not quite. But anyway, anyway, so... When your back goes, it goes. (laughs) Let's just go through (laughs) some simple ways to reduce costs to start with. And I think, Ren, housing I think is quite difficult. It goes without saying you either have your mortgage payments or you're, you're, you're renting and the only way really to reduce that is to either downsize or find a cheaper rental, which in this market is obviously very difficult to do and there's a lot of costs involved with switching mm. um, accommodation. So not going to address the housing side of things, but food I think is one where you can make a difference. I was asking my wife last night where we have felt the biggest cost of living pressure and I think definitely is our um, shopping each week. We've noticed that our we're not buying two different two similar uh, different things, but our um, what we're spending is definitely going up. So we buy as uh, number one, I think is obvious, but buy bulk and just buy what you need. We go to the shop with a list, and it's the list only. Aren't aren't those two things mutually exclusive? Buy bulk and just buy what you need. Well, I mean, it's like we need toilet paper. Oh, okay, so, get, so buy like 400 rolls, yeah, buy but 400 don't buy rolls. paper towels as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it's like buy on special. Like if you you know we use, you know, um, two, two things of dishwashing liquid a month, if they're on special, get on it, buy more. So if it's kind of just buy what you need, buy bulk. But I think one thing that w- I try and do is actually, and this is something I learned probably while we we're in Woolies uh, and Coles, is to actually check the per kilogram price instead of the displayed price. Mm. You can easily fall into a trap of buying the cheapest unit price, say of cheese, for example. But if you go the extra 200 grams or 500 grams, you're actually spending less Per, per kilo and that's where the real price price lies so something to keep in mind bit of a tip if you are uh, have a choice between unit price buy on the on the per kilo nice yeah obviously the uber eats and the milk run or well, milk run doesn't exist anymore but mm. the those costs just blow out i think you've pulled a stat here the average australian spends 45 dollars a week on food delivery yeah it's over two grand a year it's crazy I was, when I was living in uh, Sharehouse, I was definitely above that line. Uh, I've fallen below that line and I am feeling the difference in uh, my spending. I think on that as well, just walk up and get it if you can. Don't pay it. Stop paying the I mean, when you're ordering food (laughs) delivery, you're not not in a state to walk up and get it. Anyway, anyway. (laughs) So let's say you've gone to, you've gone to Woolies or Coles and you've bought per kilo instead of uh, the displayed price. You've probably got a receipt and on the bottom of all the receipts, you have a fuel discount. Now this moves into transportation and uh, hack number two, this is something that we don't do enough, Harriet and I, but is it's actually using the four dollars um, per litre saving oh, okay. at the pe- four cents <laughs> saving at the petrol station. Right. So with Woolies, if you spend thirty or more, you get a uh, four dollars, uh, four cents per litre uh, at participating fuel centres. I guess okay. to now, uh, to save. You own a Honda Jazz. I do. And you've done the work on this. Yeah, I did the work thinking that it would be actually a decent saving. It's marginal. Give us the numbers. So the the Honda Jazz has a forty litre tank. 
Our current pricing where we live is $1.90 a litre. So it's about 76 bucks to fill it up. Uh, 40 litres at four cents per litre saving. That's a saving of $1.60. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a dollar sixty over seventy six is a percentage saving of two percent. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I then had a look at the numbers, and we are very much on the lower end of frequency of filling up. Yeah, and obviously on the Honda Jazz has a pretty small fuel tank. So um, for those that are filling up once or twice a week, you know this this probably becomes a little bit more meaningful over a long period of time. Yeah. I have done the ultimate transportation hack, yeah. which is sell my car and embrace the bus. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And I was not, I was a bit apprehensive at first. Um, where I was moving, there was a p- chance that I'd have to do two buses and I, I was pretty off that. Um, but I've, I've embraced the public transport life and nice. I cannot speak highly enough about it. The amount of stuff you can do, uh, the only exception is if you're in like peak, peak hour mm, and then mm. you can't get a seat and it's crowded mm. and that sucks. But, you know, like catching up on podcasts yeah, and, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, doing just work. doing whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you tell me you cut up your Opal card and free ride? Uh, You obviously have lost touch with the common man and haven't been on public transport for a while. Yeah, you can just tap and go. You don't need an Opal card. You just tap your credit card. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ren. Well, number three in terms of buckets is recreation culture (laughs) spending. Sorry. I just have noticed that you put another dot point in here. Uber versus walk. (laughs) Yes, right. We know you can save money (laughs) if you just walk rather than Uber. Well, my my general rule of thumb is if it's a sub 30-minute car ride, I'll walk. Sub 30 minute car. No, don't you mean a sub 30 minute walk? Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yes. Sub 30 minute walk. That's why you're so late to everything. <laughs> yeah, if it's sub 100Ks, I walk. <laughs> All right, so that's food, that's transportation. Number we're, not, th- we're not really breaking any new ground no, here. We're not. But, it's, but, it's, but I think that is, there it's is just a, point a reminder, there, which is yeah. that like the savings hacks and that everyone is like, they're all out there. Yeah, you the challenge is, and this is me speaking personally, I don't have the discipline to actually do them. Mm, mm. So maybe I will. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the next one, how much do you spend on your phone bill? 45 bucks a month. Nice. Nice. It, so you've paid off your phone? I bought it outright at the start. Okay. Yeah. Because there's all, you, you can run the numbers on this and especially when I bought it through JB Hi-Fi and they have all these deals where if you like sign up to a Telstra plan, you get X dollars off the phone itself. And so I did the numbers and it worked out that buying it outright and then the plan was I would end up paying less than just um, paying for the phone and the plan each month. Yeah. 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 Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So this one relates to phone and just like you can shop around insurance, you can shop around energy, you can shop around interest rates, you can shop around your mobile. Now I know that there is, there was an annoyance with 
porting in your number and keeping your number between providers. When I used to work at Telstra, it took a couple of days and was quite irritating. The tech now is great. You can port in a number instantly. You can be up and running pretty quickly and have no real friction. You you should be shopping around your mobile and particularly looking at prepaid yearly plans. (laughs) What? Yeah. Going back to the days of phone. Yeah. Now, Kogan has plans called the Kogan 365 Days. For $199, you get... Unlimited calls and texts, which is pretty much part of the course. $199 a year. A year. Okay, a year. that's an important clarifier. $199 a year, upfront prepaid. You get unlimited calls and texts, but that's part of the course, whatever. You get 500 gigs. Now, my plan, I don't know what yours is, but I get 40 gigs a month. Rarely really go over it because of the um, Wi-Fi being everywhere. So 500 gig actually nets out at about 40 gigs a month as well. So for $199, uh, you get pretty much what, what my plan is on Telstra for $53 a month at six and the $199 nets out at $16 a month. So I think there's nothing, there's no harm in uh, shopping around your mobile. The equivalent on Telstra, if you were to do a prepaid, theirs is $40 a month. So have a look at some of these other providers. People are like, oh my God, it's Kogan, it's going to be shitty. Wrong. It actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's using the Telstra network. Okay. Uh, he just um, comes in across the top. So $16 a month for what is That's good. A, a, a normal phone plan. You just need to You'll just get upfront $199. you will just get spammed by Kogan emails to the end Sp- of the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I get that already. <laughs> so shop around your plan. Then, Ren, I think a final one before we have a look at maximizing income is just leveraging the cashback opportunities. Now, I know, yeah, okay, I know so- a lot of people in our community do do this. I never do it because- for some reason, it feels annoying. I feel, yeah, same. Yeah, same. It, it feels irritating. But I saw Queenie, who you may have seen on TikTok. I saw her. Queenie's do it. actually uh, guest hosting this podcast with me next week. Epic. Well, yeah. she'll she'll be on. But we recently grabbed a coffee with her, and she did cashback on the coffee just through her cashback app. So for those that have just joined, what is cashback? You can um, sign up to cashback or cash reward programs where there are retail partners. Um, all throughout Australia, both online and in brick and mortar. And when you go and buy something through these cashback apps, they then reward you by giving you literally cash back uh, based on a percentage of that transaction. So it might be you buy a coffee for five bucks and they'll give you 2% cash back. And like the business model is basically they are essentially referring to the organization and then they basically split that commission with you. That's kind of the model. Yeah. Yeah. In small doses like Amazon has 7% cash back which I thought was pretty good. Oh, for, you can do it through Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So oh, if you go through if you uh, go through cash rewards or cash um or ca- um, shop back, Amazon Woolies, um the iconic, like a lot of your big retailers are on there. The thing is you just need to go through these interfaces through cash rewards or shop back or whatever it may be. That's good. But if you find yourself saying, "Oh, 10% discount, you also get the 7% on top and it, it can really add up if you play the numbers and spend the time. I think that's where, it, for me, it becomes a little bit arduous. But if you do spend the time, it is worth it. So cash back is um, number five. I saw um, booking.com. I don't know if it was just temporary, but they were on one of the shop back or cash rewards or one mm, of them, mm. which is pretty good. Like if you're booking travel and you're booking yeah, like exactly. hotels and flights. And, yeah, yeah, 7% on a 
you know, a couple of hundred on an international hotel yeah. definitely adds up. So uh, we've almost out of time, Bryce. There are two bonus uh, recommendations that you have here. One is just use half the recommend recommended amount of laundry products. Oh yeah, it's that's a why stitch it up. smells it's a in stitch here. Up. <laughs> and secondly, was just don't use toothpaste. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't wash. Yeah, uh, don't use any. No, the second one was use private browsing when booking travel. Yeah, because your cookie, your the airlines are really good at knowing when you've looked at airline, uh, at looked at prices, and guaranteed your cookie will be tracked. And when you come on next time, the the price is going to be slightly higher. Yeah. So use private browsing so they can't track you. But Ren, now, yeah, now you've just got me thinking. Sorry, I know this is a bit of a handbrake, but recommended amount, half the recommended amount of laundry products. Mm. Like, does this just apply to like heaps other areas yes, of life all, as well? All of that stuff, all of the um, the. Washing powder in, I uh, know the well, dishwashing liquid, because uh, uh, they're all yeah. like high concentrate. We just use the um, the tabs, like the, the the ones in plastic. You know, the we don't have a dishwasher. Ah, oh, yeah, don't you? We hand wash, saving. Um, actually, they say it's more water efficient to use a dishwasher. Honestly, once you get a dishwasher, you'll never look back. I know. We've had <laughs> <laughs> it's a real luxury. It's a must-have on our list of buying a house. So what else? You could get. You just get one installed. Yeah, yeah. That's what we mean. There's no point us installing one in a rental. But when we, oh, like right, when right, we right. buy, it's I was like going to say like, don't pay overs for a house you don't like just because it has no, a dish. Well, we're looking at one now that has two. Too many. <laughs> Unnecessary. $100 challenge, sell one of your dishwashers. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's mine next time. Anyway, we digress. Ren, I'm going to wrap it and just say that there are plenty of things that you can do. Have a look at your biggest line items in your budget to start with. And if you can't make meaningful difference on some of them, then um, making small differences on a lot will help with, uh, with reducing your expenses and contributing to, I guess, reducing your cost of living. Hmm. So please keep the questions coming and please, if you could share this episode, tell a friend uh, who is uh, looking to improve their budget and uh, reduce their cost of living and uh, join in next week as Ren sits down with a, a guest host, Queenie, to discuss our rewards programs worth it. But Ren, we'll pick it up next week. Well, you and Queenie will. Sounds good. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 54067.